0: I'm going to help you improve your poker results with five things that you can do starting today. It's study time, y'all. Welcome to Smart Poker Study. I'm your coach, Sky Matsuhashi. Let's get you learning and taking action. So I'm looking forward to sharing today's podcast with you because I'm going to help you improve your poker results with five things that you can do right now. Now, some of these are easier to do than others, but the great thing about all five things is that you can do them all starting today with your very next play or your very next study session. To follow along with the transcript and maybe see any images, see some links that I discuss in the podcast, you can go to the show notes page, smartpokerstudy.com slash pod378. And the second reason I'm looking forward to this podcast is because I'm going to, once again, bring the podcast to YouTube. So go to my YouTube channel, smartpokerstudy.com slash YouTube. You can listen to the podcast directly from my channel. Every episode will be sent out via the normal podcast channels and now on YouTube. Now, one of the things about the old way that I did YouTube podcast episodes was I just had the audio with a static image there. From this point forward, I'm going to have the audio with the static image, but I'm also going to put up or, you know, post on the screen screenshots of whatever I'm talking about. So like the things that you can find in the show notes page or links like that kind of stuff is going to pop up in the middle of the video as I'm discussing it. So it's going to make those YouTube videos for the podcast slightly more valuable to you. So please, once again, go to the YouTube channel, smartpokerstudy.com slash YouTube, subscribe, ding the bell. And check out this more visual way to consume the podcast. Okay, let's do this. Gambate! Bob, in all my years of calling games, I don't think I've ever been this excited. You're excited? Feel these nipples! So I'm sure all of you tournament players, you would love to increase your return on investment or your profits, right? Like you want to jump it up by 15 25 50 75%. And you cash game players, I'm sure you'd love to have higher earnings like a bigger bankroll, but also just see that winnings per hour or your big blind per hundred hands win rate jump up as well. So here are five strategies to help you increase your profitability right now. I'm listing them in order of simplicity. So number five is the easiest to implement. Number one is the hardest to do. But the harder it is to implement one of these things, the more profit potential it has behind it. So number five, the easiest thing you can do is play the stakes that you are bankrolled for. Before we get into it, here is the simplest bankroll rules that I recommend my students. For cash gameplay, you want to have 40 buy-ins, at least 40 buy-ins in your bankroll. So if you're playing $10 buy-in games, you want to have a $400 bankroll. For tournament players, you want to have somewhere between 100 to 200 buy-ins. Now, the higher you move up in stakes, the more buy-ins you want to have because your competition is a little bit more uh, difficult or uh, more experienced, harder to get through. But if you normally buy into $10 games or actually $10 plus one for the rake, right? $11 games, you want to multiply that by at least $100, so you want $1,100 in your bankroll. Now, let me tell you why it's critical to play within your bankroll you want to avoid having that scared money mentality. It's really stressful when a quarter of your bankroll is sitting on the table in front of you. Let's say you have a $2,000 bankroll. You buy into a $500 tournament. Wow, one quarter of your stake at risk or bankroll at risk. When you have so much at risk, making those aggressive chip committing plays, it can be scary and hard to do. Some of you, hey, you have no problem with it. But for most of us, When you're bluff check raising for like 120 bucks and that's committing one quarter of your stack, which is also like one eighth of your bankroll, wow, talk about stress. So keep your stress as minimal as you can. Do this by playing stakes where you don't feel the pressure of loss. Of course, you don't want to lose, but losing a $10 bankroll, not bankroll, a $10 buy-in, if you have $1,000 in your bankroll, not that big of a deal, right? Very little stress right there. So if your bankroll is set to wherever it is, drop down in stakes if you can't just add money to your bankroll. I don't generally recommend adding to your bankroll. Drop down in stakes instead to make yourself to make your play a little bit more comfortable. Build that bankroll so that you can play at the higher stakes. All right, thing number 4 that you can do, choose the lower rake option. So for me in town here, I live in Fresno, California, I have two card rooms, the best two card rooms in town that I go to. One has a maximum rake of $6 per hand, and the other has a maximum rake of $7 per hand. Um, I also play at like two different online poker sites, one with a better rake structure than the other. So guess which card room I play at most of the time. Live, yeah, the lower raked one at $6 per hand max. Online, the lower rake one as well. Now, I understand rake, and that's how poker rooms stay in business, and I want them to stay in business because I want to keep playing poker. They have to turn that profit, you know. But with all things equal, if the player pool is equal, the software is equal, uh, the game times are equal, like the number of tournaments or the, the number of tables going on is all equal, then you're better off just choosing to play where it costs less money. Just like in life, within poker, a penny saved is a penny earned. The lower rake option, that could be the difference between making like $15 per hour versus $10 per hour, or maybe for cash game players, a $7 big blind per 100 hands win rate versus a three big blinds per 100 hands win rate. And speaking of rake, if you play online, you should play on sites that offer rake back. Rake back is basically every week they kick back a portion of the rake that you pay. They put it directly into your account. I actually get 27% rakeback at America's Cardroom. If you want this rakeback deal for yourself, just go to smartpokerstudy.com slash A-C-R. And when you sign up to America's Cardroom, use offer code SPSPOD for a bonus and that 27% rakeback. All right, thing number three is to ditch distractions. The key idea here is that poker time is poker time. It's time for you to focus on using the skills that you're learning off the felt to pay attention to your opponents, to pay attention to the actions to do hand reading in game, to learn your opponents' tendencies and to come up ways to come up with ways to exploit those tendencies. Poker time is not time to watch sports center, to play Wordle, to play Candy Crush, to respond to emails. That's my big downfall. I respond to emails during poker time, right? But the thing is these things, Candy Crush, Wordle, Sports center they take up that valuable mental real estate which should be used and could be used for making great decisions instead. Maybe as you're playing, you get bored, you fold 10 hands in a row, and you know, you start to feel like you need a distraction, right? What I recommend is try to force yourself to pay attention to all the information coming your way. If you play online, you have a HUD. You folded the past 10, 15, 20 hands. Use that time to analyze your opponents. Who's the most likely 3-bet bluffer at your table? Who's the best player to steal their blinds? Who's the best player to target because they're the fishiest one at the table? Who has short stacks? Who has big stacks? Who's aggressive? Who shows down jack-8 suited 3-betting? All that kind of stuff, you're paying attention, gaining as much information as possible. Hopefully, that mental work that you're doing will help you avoid those, that boredom and distractions. Today's episode is brought to you by my brand new Flopzilla Pro Course. Go to smartpokerstudy.com slash Flopzilla Pro Course to check it out, and to pick it up for yourself. The course itself comes with six lessons and over two and a half hours of training. There's also a 19-page workbook with an answer key. And there's a few bonuses that come along with it, which brings the total package up to 11 videos, three uh, and three-quarter hours of training. This is what you need to really learn Flopzilla Pro. Get it today. SmartPokerStudy.com slash Flopzilla Pro Course. All right, thing number two, and this is one of my favorites, and I mentioned it to, in the last part, It's that you want to target the fish at your table. So as a winning player, a majority of your profits come from those weak, inexperienced recreational players, the ones that we call the fish. These fishy players, they just play way too many hands pre-flop. They limp, and they call with anything pretty because, hey, it's suited! They love to see those flops. They hate folding on the flop with any kind of pair or any kind of draw. And they're totally willing to put chips in with subpar hands. Your poker profits, a huge part of them, come from making better decisions than the fish do. But in order for your skill edge against the fish to win you some chips, you have to play against them, right? So look for every opportunity to enter the pot, heads up, against the fish while you hold a superior hand to their range. For example, like holding ace-10 offsuit, that's great when they have every ace, every king, many queens, every suited connector in their range. Or suited gappers too, offsuit, 9-8 offsuit, right? Your ace-10 is crushing them. So here are three strategies for getting the fish heads up to the flop. Number one is to raise when the fish limps in, and you want to make it a size large enough to get everyone else to fold and that weakest player at the table to call. Strategy two, when the fish are in the blinds, open raise large enough to get everyone else to fold, and once again, just that fishy player to call. And if the fishy player raises ahead of you with a wide range of hands, uh, you want to re raise or three bet them with hands ahead of their calling range. Because if you call this player's open raise, that just builds the pot for everyone else to call. Now you just built a multi way pot when you could have three bet instead, getting that fish heads up to yourself. And it's a critical idea to remember that fish are your friends. They are your source of profits. So you want them happy. You want them to keep playing with you. So don't berate them in chat. Or if you're playing live, don't make fun of them at the live table, right? Sympathize with them. Empathize with them. Be nice to them. Keep them coming back to continually hand you their chips. All right, the final thing, number one, the final thing to improve your results— and it's number 1 because it's the most difficult on the list it's to study to plug your poker leaks so this final strategy it's all about increasing your results or improving your results by decreasing your losses so you do this by finding your areas of weakness or what we call poker leaks once you find a leak once you find a weakness You must study profitable strategies and play with purpose to use them in-game. So let's take a very common example. Many players have this leak. Maybe you realize that preflop, you are profitable when you're open raising, but you're losing way too much when you're calling. Super common leak, right? So what you got to do is go to the YouTubes, the podcasts, uh, different poker sites, find videos, articles, and podcasts that teach you proper strategy around making profitable preflop calls. So once you find the perfect item, maybe it's a prior video that I put out there. Maybe it's a video within the Poker Forge. Maybe it's a podcast episode that I gave on calling preflop, right? It's your job to consume that product or that content and then take notes on it within your poker journal. And then you need to play your next few sessions with the goal of using those strategies whenever it seems like a profitable opportunity. After you play with purpose a couple times, go ahead and re-consume that content. Revise your notes and then play for a few more sessions again to plug those leaks and to utilize the strategies you're learning. Rinse and repeat this process over and over again until that leak is plugged and you feel so much more confident and you're more profitable when, when you make those plays. Challenge! Here's my challenge to you for this episode. I just gave you five ways to improve your poker results. I would really love it if you did all five starting today, but hey, that's not my challenge. My challenge is to just start with one. I don't care which one you do. Study to plug your leaks, target the fish, ditch distractions, choose a lower-raked site or option, or play the stakes your bankroll for. Whatever it is, choose one. See how that affects your results, see how that affects your gameplay, your enjoyment of the game, and then if it helped, hey, move on to number two, then three, then four, then number five. Now it's your turn to take action and dippy-dippy-do something positive for your poker game. Oh, that's it now. Get out there and be somebody. Go write a book. Quick shout-out today. I've got to thank these awesome poker peeps for getting my Flopzilla Pro course. They went to smartpokerstudy.com slash Flopzilla Pro Course, and now they're getting the most out of this number one poker software. So I got to thank Randy Knoll, Greg Padgett, Ken Halbert, John Cantu, Gary Redwood, Carlos Contreras, Mark Remnant, John Mogusar, Mitch Patton, Simon Erb, Dane Dice, Anatoly Valchkov, Craig Scott Mac, Anthony Mara, Brian Roy, Kenneth Zarifs, and Clarence Kincaid. Thank you so much for getting the Flopzilla Pro course so that you can learn everything that you need to get the most out of this valuable software. For everyone else, go to smartpokerstudy.com Flopzilla Pro course to check this out and pick it up today. Variety poker peeps your learning isn't complete until you visit the show notes page smartpokerstudy.com pod 378 and again you can go to the youtube channel to watch the podcast there smartpokerstudy.com slash youtube we're midway through february 45 days into 2022 how's your year progressing If you want to get the most out of this year, join thepokerforge.com right now. It's my one-of-a-kind poker training site where I combine strategy, action steps, quizzes, and play demonstrations like no other site with nine masterclass courses that will teach you all the strategies that you need for a successful 2022 and beyond. So go to thepokerforge.com right now for more info and to sign up today. Until next time, take action both on and off the felt to become the player that you want to be.